welcome to the Everyday Extraordinary Podcast, where every week I interview a different amazing person who will share about their life journey and the lessons they've learned along the way. I'm excited to share with you everyday people living their lives with purpose, perspective, and positivity. And my hope is that in hearing these stories, you'll view your own story as extraordinary too. I'm Jessica Dahlquist, your host, and I am so excited to get started. Thank you so much for being here. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode number 11 of the Everyday Extraordinary Podcast. Hopefully, the next time you tune into the podcast, we will have our new name back. Well, our old name back, I guess I should say. Extraordinary Moms is coming back. I've decided to go back to the original name. It feels true to what I've created on this platform, and I'm just so passionate about sharing motherhood stories. I want to keep that up. But I wanted to offer one more Everyday Extraordinary episode before making the switch over. And that will happen next week as long as technically we are back in business. So (laughs) we will see how that goes. That's easier said than done. My guest today is Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith. She is an amazing doctor. She is a mother and she's an author and a speaker. And she just does a whole host of things. But she is most passionate about identifying areas of rest for her patients. She identified that many of the physical symptoms that people were coming in complaining about were actually the result of not getting enough rest in one of seven areas. And she wrote a book recently about that topic. She has an easy online quiz you can take to find out the areas that you are deficient in, in terms of rest, how to get more rest in those areas and what that can do for your overall uh, quality of life. It is a great conversation, and I'm so excited to share Sandra with you today. So let's get to it with Sandra Dalton Smith. Alrighty, I'm so thrilled to be chatting with Sandra today. Hi, Sandra. Hi, Jessica. How are you? I'm doing great. Where do you live? I live in um, right outside of Birmingham. It's a small town right outside of Birmingham, Alabama. Oh, you guys have been facing some some weather and some some tragedy out there with the tornado. Is is that near you at all? It's about uh, 90 miles away, but yeah, we get a lot of tornadoes, unfortunately, going through our area. Scary. I've lived a lot of places, but never anywhere where there's been tornado issues, and gosh, I just can't imagine. That must be so... You may get used to it, but still, that's, that's a scary thing. It definitely is. Yeah. Well, I'm so excited to chat with you today. You are an author, a physician, and just an extraordinary human being. So for people that may not know you, will you just give a little background on yourself? Yes, I'm a, I am an internal medicine physician. I've been in practice for about 20 years now. Um, I'm a mom of two boys. One's about to turn 13 and the other one's 14. I've been married for 18 years now. Um, and I've recently, well, I've written three books. I've recently released my third one. Um, and I really enjoy just the variety. <laughs> um, I, when I grew up initially wanting to be a doctor, my thought process was that that would take all of my time and that would be perfectly fulfilling and that would be it. And I find I like to have a lot of different things going on at one time. I don't like to be boxed in. Mm. So the writing and the speaking kind of helps me be able to express myself in a different way. Yeah. How do you have the time for this? How do you carve out the time? Because that's a lot of what we're going to focus on today is about rest and self-care and prioritizing Mm -hmm. the things that really matter. And so obviously to you, writing and speaking and connecting with people, that really matters to you. So you you could be given a pass, you know, to do anything extra aside (laughs) from being a doctor and a mom. But so how do you carve out that time as a busy physician and mom? 
Well, that's the thing. I, I really look at it as, you know, we all, someone people often ask me, how do you do it all? Well, there's no way anyone does it all at the same time. Mm -hmm. But it's just a matter of finding a harmony, a way that it works together. When I first started, I really started looking at, and it's, it's the thing that so many people talk about, this work-life balance. Mm -hmm. I started off thinking, okay, I need to find work-life balance. And that is like trying to aim at something that doesn't even exist and so I've got into this just really depressed state because I didn't feel like I could balance it and once I really got a clear understanding that what I was wanting wasn't balanced because I didn't want them to kind of both sit on on opposite sides of each other and trying to float them in the air I wanted them to merge in a way that there was a harmony mm. so that's what I started to focus on I want work-life harmony where my, my, my family life, my home life, and my career or my creative life aren't in battle with each other, but they learn how to merge with each other in such a way that there is a natural flow and an energy from them that keeps me able to do the things that I love and still love the people I'm with. So that's what I focus on now, and that's what I help other people do. I think so often we, we get into this mindset as, particularly if you're a working um, mom, whether that's, you know, entrepreneurial type mom who's working from home or one who's out in the office, it all boils down to the same thing. You're having to get this harmony in your life together, and, and that is the trick, is finding out mm -hmm. how to make them flow. Oh, I love that. So what would you say is the difference then between balance and harmony? Balance, you're trying to, it's like you're segmenting them apart. Mm. You know, when you look at a scale, you have something on one side of the scale on the right side, and you have something on the other side of the scale, the left side. And so they are not even touching each other. Mm -hmm. They are trying to, you're trying to balance them. So you're giving a part of yourself to one and a part of yourself to the other, but they are segmented segmented they're separated from each other and I don't think that's how our lives should be my what I find is some of the things that I love doing the most my kids are interested in they they want to know what my life looks like other than just the part that they see inside the house they want to know what is it like to go out and speak to a thousand people or what is it like to to be on a tv show or what is it like to have sick people come into the hospital mm. they they don't want the details necessarily but they want to feel like they're a part of my life and that they're just not this extra thing that I have on the side that I do that I have to balance out. And so I try to incorporate them in some of those different activities whenever I can. Try to let them see that, they're, that they don't have to have, when they grow up, they don't have to have a career that is just, they pull completely away from their lives. That they can have them merge together in such a way that you're never feeling as if you're having to choose one over the other. I love that thought of harmony versus balance. And if you want more harmony in your life, I know an easy answer that would bring you a lot more harmony, and that is Instacart. And they are our sponsor today. If you'd like your groceries delivered in as little as one hour or at a time that works for you, I love using Instacart when I don't wanna drag my kids one more place, but I need the groceries for the week. Yeah, super easy. You can shop at your local retailers, national and local, and it's so easy. You can go to use their app or on instacart.com, shop the groceries you need from your favorite stores, the Instacart shopper shops, for you, they gather your things, and then they drop it off in as little as one hour. 
It could not be any easier or any better, and it has saved my bacon, I'm telling you. So you can try Instacart and get $10 off your first order. Give it a try. To get this limited time offer, go to instacart.com or download the mobile app and enter my promo code EEP at checkout. That's $10 off your first order today at instacart.com or through the mobile app. And don't forget to enter my code EEP. Instacart.com or through the mobile app with my code EEP at checkout. Thank you so much, Instacart, for sponsoring the show. That is a fantastic definition. Holy moly. Because I think the most overwhelmed moms and women that I speak to are those that think there's no overlap. You know, it is they're this or they're that. They're wearing this hat or that hat. And they're not merging them together. So while you're making dinner at night and you're stressed about putting dinner on the table, can your kids be in there with you? Because you feel like, you know, maybe you're neglecting them and haven't spent the time you wanted with them yet, but you have to, you know, wash the dishes. Bring them in with you. You know, can you bring them to the event? We feel guilty Mm -hmm. about so many things that we just need to learn how how to enjoy them in a new way. I love that example you gave about the dishwashing yeah. because I think that is in the laundry, you know, those things that every mom has to do is not really negotiable. Mm-hmm. You either going to have to pay someone to do it or you're going to have to do it. So if you're the one doing it, why does it, ha- why do the kids have to get a clean path where they don't have to help at all? They live in the house, they wear the clothes, <laughs> they eat the food. Right. <laughs> so, so they can be a part of the solution and not just kind of look at as part of the problem. Right. And we don't charge them. Most of us don't charge our kids. So (laughs) this is your, you're earning your keep. I love that word harmony. And I really don't know if I've ever heard anyone use that, but I know everyone's fighting against the word balance. And I think that is the secret is the harmony, the notes that can be played together to make your life work. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. So your newest book talks about rest. Will you tell how you came up with this idea and this priority of rest? How are you seeing it in your daily practice as a physician? What are you seeing is missing from people's lives in this busy day and age? And what are the areas of rest that you're talking about? Well, the, how I came about even thinking about rest is I burned out. I had, mm. When I was very, my boys were extremely young. They're 21 months apart. And so I had you know, two in diapers at the same time. And it was during that phase that I burned out because I, I had a lot of that kind of working mommy guilt. This is before I kind of got a, a revelation of what I needed to do to get some harmony in my life. I was trying to, to read the books and do the ABCs. And I mean, they could even talk and I'm reading all of this stuff and playing Mozart and all of these things, trying to develop their brains. And not that any of that is bad, but I just love this big load of work on top of everything else that I was doing. And it got me to a point that I was just so fatigued that I, I knew something had to give. I, was, I would go to bed tired and I would wake up tired. Nothing seemed to make me feel refreshed again. And so what I, my initial thought was is that I needed more sleep. I think that's what most of us would think if we're tired all the time. Mm-hmm. So I did that. I, I focused on getting the 8 to 10 hours and I was still exhausted. Mm-hmm. And that's when I knew something wasn't, it, this wasn't just about sleep that there was something else going on that was making me feel tired. And I was seeing it also in my patients. Oftentimes they would come in, particularly women, young women on top of that, who would say, I'm just so exhausted. I'm just so tired all the time. And they'd want their thyroid checked and all of these hormones. And we check all of this stuff and nine out of 10 times, it would be perfectly normal. Mm-hmm. And they would get so ticked off at me <laughs> because I'd have to tell them, you're good, you're fine. You know, and they would say, I'm not fine, everything. 
so when that started happening to me, I, I could see what they were expressing. You know when your body doesn't feel replenished and refreshed, refreshed and rejuvenated. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we don't know what's causing it. And that's when I started looking at the different parts of my life that I was using on a regular basis. And that's what I, where I came up with the seven types of rest, looking at my lives, the lives of the patients I was treating, um, where we were using the most energy in our day, but weren't focusing on and being intentional about restoring those same areas. And those seven areas were physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, socially, in our senses, sensory, and then creatively. Mm-hmm. So those are the seven types of rest. And each type you pour out of in your life in those areas. For, for example, um, a mom may not be a, that has small kids that's constantly picking them up or, you know, little hands that are always touching you in your last, patting you on the face. You're getting sensory overloaded in touch. And so when I work with couples sometimes and one will come in and say, we don't have sex anymore. She doesn't want to be touched. She doesn't like to be touched. I'm like, she's touched all day. Hmm. She's overloaded in touch. And so big hands, little hands, it's too much touch. So she, she has to be, she has to be restored in that area where she has a period of time where she's not being touched. And that's where things like bubble baths, flotation tanks, Anything that where she is not constantly being touched by hands and that visual physical perception of that allows her mind to kind of get back to ground zero. So she's receptive to bigger hands <laughs> touching mm. her at some point. So that it's it's small things like that that we don't even think about. Oh, absolutely. But constantly affecting us. Absolutely. And do you find that usually people are lacking in a lot of these seven areas, one of these seven areas, like what results in the ultimate fatigue? Like I feel, Dr. Dalton Smith, I feel tired all the time. I literally do. So this is a consultation for me this morning. I go to sleep and I get enough sleep and I wake up tired every single morning. So how do you identify which are the areas that you need more rest in? That was the number one question I got when I started sharing this information with my patients. (laughs) So I actually developed a free assessment to help them be able to determine Mm. because uh, what I find is you can't look at it as like the big seven and just try to hit them all. You will exhaust yourself even more. Mm -hmm. Um, There's usually one or two that are the primary rest deficits in your life that are, that are leaving you consistently feeling drained. And once you restore those areas, that's when you start feeling your strength come back. And it's a free assessment at restquiz.com. So anyone can take it. Um, It's all computer generated now where it fits you, you know, it fits you back what your um, score is in all seven areas and you're able to determine, Oh, okay. So I'm deficient in, uh, let's say social and sensory. So instead of looking at how to get all of the seven, you focus your attention on getting more of those two areas. I really like for people to think about rest as equaling restoration. When you're getting rest, what are you restoring in the area where you're deficient? Hmm. I love that. And so then does your book go more into once you know your deficiencies, what to do next? Yes. And okay. it, the, the book also includes some uh, assessments as you go through each chapter on each type of rest okay. so that you can kind of quickly do the assessment on the page as you're walking through each type of rest to see if that's one you need to focus on. But it then goes through um, some specific recommendations. And I give multiple recommendations of things that you can do to restore rest in each area Mm -hmm. because 
it, it really has a lot to do with your personality, where you live, what's accessible to you, and what really fits your your lifestyle. You know, it doesn't it doesn't make sense to tell you know someone who has five kids and they're all under five that she needs to go and get weekly massages. That's probably not going to really happen. Right. So I can teach her how to do self massages. So she doesn't even have to leave her house and still relieve her neck and muscle tension. So mm -hmm. there's multiple ways of, of kind of approaching each one so you can make it, you can tailor it really to your lifestyle. I love this so much. What a great resource. I'm going to take this quiz as soon as we are done. Um, so when you were facing that burnout, how long ago was that? And where were the areas that you found that you were deficient? That was when both boys were um, under the age of three, mm -hmm. and so roughly about 10 years ago. Okay. Um, and at that time, the areas that I was most efficient in were emotional and social rest. Mm -hmm. Emotional rest is really that ability to feel like you, you can just express yourself without, without guarding it, the mm -hmm. words you say, just kind of being truly authentic and raw in your conversations. Uh, and social rest has to do with having those people in your life that are supportive and life-giving. We had moved when um, I started my medical practice, so we had no family around. We didn't know anybody. So I, I really felt alone as a young mom. And that social rest part, that, that ability to, to have someone to even bounce ideas off of or to ask this, what I call the stupid questions. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, you know, is this diaper cream is good to say? You know, the kind of things you just don't go asking everybody because they think you've lost your mind. <laughs> so, but to have those kind of people. And so I didn't have those people, so I didn't have the emotional rest. I didn't have anybody to vent with. So, mm -hmm. And oftentimes I find with a lot of women, those two tend to go hand in hand. Because um, even if they have those close friends, they're not making that a priority because they don't think it's a part of their health and their well-being. And so the, the, those friendships kind of get pushed aside to parent. Mm. And really to, to be a healthy parent with a good emotional and social rest um, level that has to stay intact. It doesn't mean you have to you know, go out every week with your friends. What I'm finding is that face-to-face -face interaction does have the greatest power. But with technology, even something like Skype or the WhatsApp app or FaceTime, all of those things can be used. So I have a lot of mom groups who just, they have three or four of their girlfriends and they have a virtual coffee date. And, you know, sometimes everybody shows up, sometimes two or three show up, depending on, you know, doctor's appointments or whatever else might be going on. But that way they don't, they never feel alone because they can always see that face-to-face -face contact. And what I love about it is when it's in your home, it can be as raw and as real as it needs to be. I mean, there could be a pile of laundry in the, behind the screen mm -hmm. and nobody's judging you because they probably have a pile behind their screen too. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And so what were the first steps that you did to start improving this area in these areas of your life? The very first thing that I did, because at that time I wasn't writing or any of that type of stuff. I was just kind of in my own um, practice. Yeah. The very first thing I did was start getting getting some interaction back in my life with, with adults. Yeah. Because like I said, I was focused on family. I mean, I was seeing adults every day in my medical practice. But those were people who were all needing something from me. So they weren't pouring anything back into me. They weren't restoring. They were the ones who were 
pour, I was pouring into. So they were draining my energy more than anything else. So I love my job, but I, you have to, and, and just because something is draining doesn't mean it's bad. I mean, let's be honest, our kids are draining. They require stuff from us. So we're having to pour into their lives. Mm -hmm. So they can't be how you get restored. That's where those friendships are important because those are the people that you can use as your, as your rest to restore back that part of you. And so I started getting out into a uh, women's group that met um, the Owlhead kids. It was kind of like a, a, a mommy and me kind of thing where I could take the boys and they could play with a little play group. It was only like maybe five women. So a total of like, you know, 15 kids max and they had, it was done at a church. So there was some time and I had to specifically schedule that I was not going to work during that particular four hours in the morning. And you know, the thing about that is, but that was hard for me because taking that time away from work, I then felt like, oh, well, maybe I'm not as, you know, maybe it's true. Female physicians aren't as, as, you know, as male physicians because we have to take, and I thought to myself, okay, well, since the suicide rate on male physicians is through the roof mm. <laughs> at, at this point, something's got to give from all of us, male and female, because all of us need that restoration of our mind, body, spirit, every, every part of us so that we can continue to serve at our highest level. Hey everyone, I wanted to jump in one more time and thank another show sponsor, and that is HelloFresh. HelloFresh is a meal delivery service that has been my go-to for busy weeks for years now. Seriously, I've been using this for years. This is a great way to make conquering the kitchen a reality with delicious, simple recipes. HelloFresh does all the meal planning, shopping, and prepping so you could focus on healthier me and a healthier family. It is just so awesome. It also gets me out of my cooking rut so that I can try new ingredients and new techniques. These fresh pre-measured ingredients and easy to follow six step pictured recipe cards are delivered straight to my door every week in a special insulated box. And the really cool thing is you can choose from three plans, classic, veggie and family. I just can't tell you enough how much you're going to love the convenience of HelloFresh. It's so fantastic. All the meals come together in 30 minutes max, call for less than two pots and pans, and require minimal cleanup. It is awesome. So if you want to get $80 off your first month of HelloFresh, go to hellofresh.com slash EMP80 and enter EMP80. That's hellofresh.com slash EMP80 and enter EMP80 for $80 off your first month. So give HelloFresh a try and check out their meal plans for the coming week and find a few recipes that your family is going to love and give it a shot. This deal cannot be beat. All right. Thanks, HelloFresh, for sponsoring the show. Now let's get back to it. And it just goes across the board, whether you are, you know, a progressing in your career, whether you're a stay-at-home mom, whether no matter what season you are in, it takes a lot of self-reflection and evaluation and constantly doing so because you probably are deficient in different things when you have toddlers versus when mm -hmm. you have teenagers and it looks very different. And so if you're not constantly monitoring that, you may continue pouring into a certain area that's not the major problem. Maybe something else has crept up. Is that, is that true? Absolutely. It's, mm -hmm. It definitely changes, you know, within the same person within one year, mm -hmm. you'll notice changes for, for example, if all of a sudden there's a new, um, if there's a new person that's at uh, head of your child's class, let's say you, there's a new teacher you have mm -hmm. one teacher and the next year there's another teacher and this one's a little bit more problematic. Mm -hmm. So the tests are harder and everything's harder. You know, you're going to be pulled on in a different way than with, with, then when your child's in a class where everything is just going great. 
Mm. You know, you have to constantly see, okay, am I being pulled mentally or am I being pulled physically? Because now we're at the age where we've got 15 soccer games in one month. So I'm having to always be on the go and figure out what we're going to eat and all of this stuff. There's constant change. And so if when, what I have my patients do is just evaluate when you wake up in the morning, do you feel ready to start your day? Are you happy about waking up or are you like, oh God, can I roll over for another 30 minutes and right. hit the snooze button? Do you feel like there's purpose and drive and energy and that, that you are ready to get started? Because all of those things start playing into what's being affected. If you wake up irritable, that may be a sensory deficit. You're kind of chronically irritated. If you seem to be hyper alert to things, you know, somebody drops a glass or a cup or something and all of a sudden you jump out of your skin. That's a sensory overload issue. Mm. So then look at where you're getting overload in your senses. Maybe you need to turn off the radio on the drive home um, from work or maybe to turn off the TV if nobody's really watching it in the house and not just have that background hum going on that keeps you chronically irritated in a way that you're not even perceiving. Hmm. It makes me think, is there a difference between rest and activity? So some of the things that you're mentioning, you know, whether it's turning off the TV or the music or having a time where you're not being touched and things like that, like those things seem more restful to me versus, um, you know, proactively going on a walk or taking a bath or like the, the doing. Do you know what I mean? Like when, yeah. when do we know to add something to our life that we need to do versus when we need to do an activity that lessens the impact on any of these areas in our life. I don't know if that makes sense, does it? <laughs> it definitely makes sense because okay. oftentimes when people think of rest, they automatically think of cessation, mm -hmm. stopping something. Lazy, yeah. Holding still, not Stop. doing anything. Uh -huh. But that's why I want people to change their mindset. Rest should equal restoration. So restoration for a tenth body could be a walk because the circulation gets rejuvenated your your blood flows goes up so you have blood flow going to those tight tent muscles your lymphatics are, are are kicked in so that you're moving the lymph the lymph system around so so rest does not mean inactivity because mm -hmm. for many people rest to get the type of rest they need there is some type of activity that has to happen but that activity is not one that is depleting them more it is one that is pouring back into their life mm -hmm. that is restoring and rejuvenating something i love that rest in terms of restoration so what's filling you back up charging your batteries again and sometimes that is a lack of doing something and so that you can really recharge and sometimes that's a proactivity in doing something to recharge Exactly. Depends on and area. so there's a lot of self-reflection. You know, a lot. We, there's a, a, a kind of a mindset that the self-care is kind of this foo-foo thing that, mm -hmm. that it's kind of like that book on your nightstand. If you get around to it, great. If you don't, well, whatever. You know, it's not gonna. It's not that big of a deal. But really, to me, self-care is more about being self-aware of what you need and where you're at. And so when you look at it from that standpoint, if you understand that you can only be your best, do your best and be an extraordinary woman mm -hmm. when you feel like you have the energy to do that. Mm. And I, and honestly, I think that's probably the biggest um, thing that I, that I focus on when I'm talking to either a corporation at a, you know, for a wellness training, or if I'm giving a Ted talk, or if I'm, you know, on a podcast. It's all the same. The, the, the 
mindset is that we have to get back to the point where our lives aren't just this thing we do, but it's something that we are doing on purpose and intentionally. Mm -hmm. And we can do that because we no longer feel as if we're under the, the kind of the, the weight (laughs) of Mm -hmm. having to do it all. We know what we need to do and we feel like we have the energy to do it and we're not just trying to grind it out, but we're flowing in it. So I know that you said in the very beginning that you see a lot of people come in with fatigue and feeling exhausted and things like that. What other types of negative health consequences are you seeing that really indicate a need for more rest in any of these areas? Someone who has chronic Headaches, if you're always feeling like your neck and back and the um, back of the head area stays tense and tight. Always, that's me. Uh Of of holding on to a lot of stress and tension. Okay. Jaw pain, TMJ pain. A lot of people grind their teeth because they they hold a lot of their stress within their bodies. Um, Eye strain, if you're feeling like your eyes stay tired or tense. Unfortunately, with the number of bright lights that are on in those houses, computer screens, TV, all of those things kind of compound on those areas. If you find that you that you kind of um, draw away from people because you you fear what they will think of you, that's a huge issue where you're constantly feeling um, less than or that you're fearing what people are thinking of you. That goes along oftentimes with emotional rest deficit because that validation, that need for consistent validation says that you're not being 100% authentic. There has, there has to be some people in your life where you can just be you mm-hmm. and you, you understand that that is more than enough, that you feel comfortable in that role. Um, if you start feeling lonely, like you're the only one, I see this with a lot of, uh, like I said, young moms where I'm the only one who can't get this done. I'm the only one with a child who's fighting with whatever it is. And that, that only one syndrome is a lack of social rest because when you get around enough people and you connect with your people, you, you find out quickly you're not the only one. Mm. There's lots of people dealing with the same things. Um, as far as creative rest, people who, uh, who and cre- one thing about creative rest, people who, um, uh, when I, they say, I say that, they automatically think I'm talking about artists or authors or, mm-hmm. you know, poets and stuff, people who are creative as we, th- we think about that. But creative rest is the rest that allows us to have that just innate awe and wonder about the world, mm-hmm. that curiosity about the world and life and things and the always wanting to kind of explore. That's the exciting part of life, getting able to, being able to explore, whether that's exploring a new restaurant or, ex- you know, exploring a new country. We always need to have that inside of us because that's what keeps us going. That's what keeps life interesting. And so when someone gets where they are really getting depressed and to the point where they don't want to do anything anymore and they've lost interest in everything, that needs a a creative rest restored in that area. That is so fascinating. Wow. One more personal question. So I sleepwalk and sleep talk and sleep eat and grind my teeth and everything like that. That's probably associated to a need of of more rest because I'm not getting it during the night, am I? (laughs) Well, do you wake up tired in the morning? Yes, I do. Yes. So (laughs) when you're waking up tired, using what I have people start with is that quiz at Uh restquiz.com. The questions are very tricky. And what I will tell you to do is don't sit there and analyze the questions for like five minutes per question. It's, it's seven. I'll be honest. It's intense. 
Um, I had someone asked me, I'm already stressed out and you gave me a 70 question test. No, <laughs> it's supposed to be like rapid fire. Okay. Like, click, 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 rapid fire. So that the first thing that the answer that comes to your mind, you click it because that's likely to be the most truthful one before you can over process it. Mm -hmm. And that will help kind of narrow it down because sleepwalking and those kind of things, some people still feel rested after that. But unfortunately, the, the deep sleep that most of us need to feel well rested is in the non-REM stage three and four. And so it's hard to get to that. Um, unless your body, your mind, and kind of everything has quieted down. Mm. So if you, if, when you normally get to go and, you know, lay down to go to sleep, if your mind's usually racing, you're thinking about kind of all the stuff you have to do, you're doing your to-do list in your head and all of that, mm -hmm. then yes, the, when you kind of start approaching the mental rest aspect, it quiets down all those, that uh, overactivity in the brain so that you're able to get to deeper levels of sleep and the deeper you're able to go, the more rested you feel. I wanted to interrupt one more time to thank our final show sponsor, and that is Cove. Anyone who experiences migraines knows they are the absolute worst. But Cove has come up with a way to treat your migraines from the comfort of your own home and make dealing with migraines just a little bit easier. So you can get treated from your own home by starting out with a consultation by a licensed physician and then the prescription that they determine is best for you is sent directly to your door. They come up with a customized treatment plan just for you and they make sure to check in with you every few weeks to check in on how your treatment is going. Cove breaks down everything you need to know and you are constantly supervised by a licensed doctor, licensed to practice medicine in the state you live in and you'll be subscribed your monthly medication as he oversees your progress. And all medicine is FDA approved. So if you suffer from migraines and you don't want to wait to see your doctor, this could be your solution. With Cove, there's finally a way to get the help you need when you need it. When you use my special link, you'll get the first month of treatment for free. So go to withcove.com slash EMP. That's W-I-T-H-C-O-V-E dot com slash E-M-P. Withcove dot com slash E-M-P for your first month free. So thank you so much, Cove, for sponsoring the show, and I hope it provides the help you need. Okay, so our kids. This is a big question that I have because there's this dichotomy of wanting to teach our kids to be productive and doers and up to and we enroll them in all these things in this day and age and so how do we get them to teach them to be productive to be helpful to be reliable but then also realize the importance of restorative rest yes well you would still do the things you're probably already doing you know trying keeping them engaged in different activities so that they get exposure but on top of that we also want to let them know that we don't expect them to be robotic or like computers where they go, 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 and they never have permission to wind it down. Mm. And I think that's why we're seeing so many millennials now who at 25 are burning out or that used to be 45 because they have this mindset that there is no permission to, to restore themselves. There is no permission for self-care and self-awareness. And so we don't want the next generation coming after them to continue to have that mindset as well. And so some easy things that I have parents start doing is just asking their kids, first of all, you know, if they're signed up to 20 activities, do you really like doing all this stuff? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes we sign them up for things and they're like already outgrown the season. 
So, you know, just like we have seasons of our life where we are engaged in some things that over time we grow out of, you want your child to be able to be open with you, to have that emotional rest, to be able to say, you know what? Yes, I played band for six years, but, and this is my senior year and I don't really want to do it. Mm. I don't want to do it anymore. I don't, and, and have them feel like they can be authentic because what I find very distressful as a, as an internist, I, my job takes me into the ER, into the ICU. And so a 17, 18 year old is under my territory. And I can't even tell you how many teens I find myself in the emergency room with, with their parents after they've attempted to commit suicide, mm. who are so well-rounded kids. I mean, it seems like everything is going for them. They're usually on every sport team. Their grades are like perfect. And you're thinking, what in the world would even get you to this point? And the number one thing that they tell me is that I can't deal with the pressure anymore. Mm. The pressure to be perfect. And I think to myself, we've got to stop that mindset that our kids no longer think that they can have the emotional rest in their own home. Wow. To say, I don't want to do something and not feel judged or like their parents are going to think they're less than or be disappointed in them because they want to stop something for a season. Wow. Gosh. And if that's not eye-opening, I don't know what is. Because I'm sure a lot of parents push back like, oh, well, piano's so important. Or you love soccer. Let's just keep going. You're so good at it. Or whatever the thing is that we continue to push our kids. But if you knew that it was literally at the breaking point of life and death, if they were to feel the pressure to continue, like we wouldn't put that on our kids. We would allow them that space um, because all these moms listening, we're good moms. We're trying so, so hard. And sometimes we think putting our kids in the things and pushing them and encouraging them and providing for them these resources, that's the right thing. But sometimes it is allowing them to step back from something that's just too much. It's just really opening the door, giving them that space to be able to be authentic, to have that emotional rest, to be able to have time for their friends so that they can have some kind of their own, create their own social circle so that they can have some time with their friends to be able to discuss things and to work through things. Obviously friends that you approve of that, you know, that you feel are healthy relationships, but to have that and then to be able to get adequate sleep. Um, So often kids are so wrapped up in so many activities that by the time their extracurricular activities end, then they still have to do their homework. Mm. And so when I have a parent that tells me, well, we get done with practice at six o'clock and, you know, they they get done with the game at nine o'clock and he's up till 12 o'clock doing his homework. And then he's got to get up at six the next morning to get to school on time. That's not a healthy situation for long term. That's okay for maybe like a a three, four month period where you have one sport. But I find that so many of these kids are in three varsity sports. Wow. That's not, that that, that is not usually going to be conductive to a very emotionally healthy child. It's a, it's a lot of pressure to have to three, three varsity level sports that you are active in and have to get good grades and oftentimes they're in AP classes. Mm -hmm. So we want to push our kids to their maximum, but we don't want to push them until they break. Mm. Yeah. So I think the concern for our children is focused on physical and what they're doing and what they're achieving everything. But the mental part is something that we often neglect. And so really tuning into how is your child doing mentally? How are they handling the load? How are they handling the expectations and making sure that that is just as cared for as the physical, as the academic, 
It's just as important. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And for small, for young kids, yep. when they're, you know, in that exploratory age, yep. to, to allow them to, to uh, really embrace that, to be able to have that freedom to just sit in the corner with a book for, you know, an hour if that's what they want to do or color in quiet and, and not and not always try to keep too much stimulation going on to let to let kids get back to where they're comfortable in silence because a lot of adults aren't comfortable in silence anymore, mm. but to allow them to understand that you don't have to have noise going all the time, that, you know, in the evening times, it's okay to turn the lights down. Mm. Computers and iPads now actually have a setting where you can pre-program them that at a certain hour, the, the screen gets dimmer. Mm. To try to start these kind of early um, mindsets on how to diffuse some of the tension and the stress in our life at an early age. So much good information. Okay, tell everybody again, what is your book? Where can they find it? Where can they take that quiz? The book is Sacred Rest, Recover Your Life, Renew Your Energy, Restore Your Sanity. And it's available everywhere, um, Barnes and Nobles, Amazon, Books A Million. And the quiz is restquiz.com. Very simple. Very simple. Restquiz.com. Oh man, this is just so much food for thought. And it's what I love is that it's so encouraging because you're asking us to do something They'll ultimately add something positive to our life, not something that we're doing wrong, right? It's identifying what's not working for us and replacing it with something better. And I love that. It's so hopeful. Absolutely. I love it. Well, I always ask my guests three final questions. And the first is, Sandra, what do you think your purpose is? Well, my main website is called IChooseMyBestLife.com, and that's what I really feel my purpose is, to help people have the tools and the knowledge needed to choose their best life, to make choices that result in them being their best. Love it. That is so good. What makes you smile? What makes me smile is feeling energized. Mm -hmm. I spent such a great part of my life tired right after I had, you know, checked off all of my things I said I wanted to do in my life and I had the medical degree and I was exhausted. Now that I actually feel energized, even though I have so many things going on, it keeps a constant smile on my face because I know if if I can feel energized with all of my stuff going on, I know anyone can do it. Mm, I believe that. I believe that. And the mission of the podcast is really to help both the listener and the guest to own how extraordinary they truly are. It's not a matter of what we're doing. It is the fact that we are uniquely made with attributes and strengths and even our weaknesses that are meant to contribute in a really meaningful, one-of-a-kind way. And when we deny the value that's innately within us, we're shortchanging the whole world. And so I Mm -hmm. want everyone to believe how extraordinary they truly are. And it starts with simply believing that you are. So Sandra, can you tell me what makes you extraordinary? This, I love this question because this is something that took me a long time to really believe about myself. But what makes me extraordinary is the ability to communicate in a way that people get it. Yes. And so that's, that is what I, I strive to do in all of my books. And that's when, whenever I'm talking. And I feel like that is the connection that a lot of people feel is that the number one thing people say to me is that I feel like you're talking just to me. Mm. And it doesn't matter how many I'm speaking to at the time. Mm. And I think that is such a beautiful gift to give your patients. I mean, to walk into a doctor's office and to feel like you are really heard and they're trying to care for the whole person, not just, you know, treat the symptoms, whatever they're facing, but that you care so deeply. I mean, your patients are so, so lucky. Oh, thank you for that. 
And, and we're all lucky too, because now we're hearing from you and the book is going to reach so many people and I'm just so excited for you. So we're going to link to everything at ExtraordinaryMomsPodcast.com. Um, people can see your beautiful face and uh, pick up the books and everything. And I just wish you the best of luck with that. Thank you so much for taking the time this morning. Thanks, Jessica, for having me on. I am so excited for you to take that rest quiz. It was so, so simple. It took me probably five minutes, and she's right. You just want to go with your gut. You could overanalyze these questions, but the way to do it is just go with your gut. Whatever your initial thing is, click, 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 go straight through. About five minutes later, I realize I'm deficient in five of the seven areas. (laughs) So I'm going to work on that, but I'm not going to get overwhelmed. I'm going to choose one or two areas that I want to focus on first that maybe I'm most deficient in. And then I'm going to go from there. But gosh, I just loved all of her wisdom. And I love that it's not just coming from an interest in this topic. She's really trying to find a solution that her patients were all seeking. And if the answer is rest, I am all for it. So if you want to find out how to take that quiz, where to find Dr. Um, Dalton Smith's books, things like that, you can go to extraordinarymomspodcast.com. A beautiful picture of Sandra is there, as well as links to everything we talked about in today's show. If you don't already follow me on Instagram, you can do that at Jessica Dahlquist 3 or over on Facebook at Extraordinary Moms Podcast. Not much is going on over there, but you can always check out our website, ExtraordinaryMomsPodcast.com. Show notes are there. You can listen to past guests. And I would highly recommend if you're newer around here, digging into the archives because we have so many extraordinary women that have been interviewed on the show over the past three years. So thanks so much for tuning into the show today and we will see you next week for another episode with another extraordinary mom. I've missed saying that. Bye.